Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. You like? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Started uh, right about now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting into it. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one hundred and three. Whoa. We're guys. We're we. I feel like we're we're like rapid firing now. We're not slowing down. We're speeding up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep going. Yeah. Two you got to keep three a week. Two a yeah. week. Three Go. a week. Quit your job. Yeah. Quit your life. It's like P ninety X. What is that? Yeah. It's just like it's just like P ninety X. But we, I just feel like but instead of instead really of exercise, you talk about you, we just like talk. we just talk. Yeah, we just much. talk. It's like it's like, a commitment. Like uh, a chin up in our world is talking about uh, lightsabers, yeah. and a push up is talking about velociraptors. Mm-hmm. It's a whole okay. science. It's a whole science. Yeah. Yes, I feel uh, good either way. Uh, Jake, Abigail, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and myself are here for yes, have some episode one hundred and three. Thank yeah. you so much. To all of our listeners for tuning in. I'm trying to be subdued. I'm I'm not going to lie, guys. Whenever we got one of these big movie releases coming up, uh, like we do with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I mean, obviously we were very excited about The Last Jedi. We were moderately excited, hesitant about Solo. I have not been excited for a movie like this in a long while. So I'm just going to keep it cool. Yeah. For like five minutes until I start freaking don't, out. Don't let them. Don't let them know. But we're only a couple. Don't let them see you sweat. Don't let them see you sweat. Yeah. Don't let them see you move. Uh, <laughs> their vision's based on. <laughs> okay. I'm excited about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. We're only a couple days away. I feel like the rest of the world has seen it. I know that the United States hasn't gotten the release yet. Yeah. But because of my own personal anxiety and Jake, maybe you can relate to this. I feel like literally I'm the only person in the world who hasn't seen this movie yet. I think we are. I I, I follow a few like specific Jurassic Park like Instagram accounts Mm -hmm. and somehow every single one of them has seen this movie and they're they're not they're they're not posting any spoilers, but they keep even not spoilers are still like I still don't want to see it. I still don't want to know what you thought about it yet. I just don't want to like I don't care. I don't 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 like that I live in. Yeah. I don't like that anybody has seen it. It's it pisses me off, yeah, especially no, as like an American. Like it's my right. It's out there to see this right now. It's my I right. I don't want France or any other country seeing it first. So Abby is 
coming full fledged with her. This is America. Her xenophobia. <laughs> yeah. Her, oh her, wait, no, I wouldn't go there. I'd rather talk about you're this. Talking about like, you're talking about like aliens. <laughs> um, Jurassic Jurassicophobia. It's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Okay. So listen, Abby. Yeah. How are you feeling about Fallen Kingdom right now? I mean, honestly, like. I am kind of like you. Like, I feel psyched, but I'm trying to kind of, like, curb it a little bit. Just, um, right, right. I'm not going to lie. I've peeked and sniffed around. I know that Rotten Tomatoes score. I've been, like, kind of aware of it. Don't sniff. I didn't really want to be, but it's like, you know, it's out there. Um, and you kind of want to know, like, tempered expectations, like, what to expect. But, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm, like, playing that game. I talked about that on here already. We watched JP3, like, two nights ago. Um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing stuff Amazing. in stores. Yeah, it's fucking that. That movie is that fun. what is that what we're doing? We're like, hey, let's watch Jurassic Park three. So no matter what, Jurassic World, Paul and Kingdom will be yes. amazing. In comparison, absolutely. I know we're about to go into a full fledged Jurassic Park fuck budget because, god damn it, it's the 25th anniversary of Jurassic Park, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. We maybe we've talked about it before, but before we get into the fuck budget, I kind of wanted to know. Um, cause we're going to be talking about Jurassic Park three in a little bit more detail, uh, because it's, it's a weird movie that it, it ebbs and flows. There's parts of that movie where I'm like, holy shit, this is good. And then literally 30 seconds later, I'm like, what, what are they doing? Yeah, why well, they, are they, were still writing, they were writing that script like as they were filming it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all I can point to is the, the cutaways uh, with the, the fade shot, the Spinosaurus, uh, attack on the boat, cutting to the, the kid watching Barney. Like oh, it's it's weird, but you know what? It's charming, is it? We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We're gonna get there. I'm excited about Jurassic Park. I wanted to know. So, 25 years ago, Jurassic Park comes out in theaters. Anybody who's a fan of Yes Have Some or a listener, um, I feel like a dick saying fan, like we're a, like we're a sports team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, you should. I say fan. You want to be there for the fans. fans. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't. Uh, can't do it. Can't no, not don't, do it. Don't Tw- do 25 it. years ago, Jurassic Park comes out. It's a giant deal. Uh, people have been kind of reminiscing about their first experiences. It's kind of generally looked at as one of those great cinematic uh, movie experiences, mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, or movie going experiences, mm-hmm. I should say. Similar to Jaws, right? We yeah. didn't see Jaws in mm-hmm. theaters when or it came out. It's got special effects that are groundbreaking that yeah. inspired people to go out. And the do first the time thing. when yeah. you're sitting in theaters as a when I was seven years old, sitting in the theater watching Jurassic Park with my grandfather, and you see the the brachiosaur, um, it's fucking mind blowing. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah. I, I remember like even though I was only seven, I knew what I was witnessing was different and special. Yeah. Uh, Jake, what what was your your first experience with Jurassic Park? Um, I mean. I was obsessed with dinosaurs when I was a kid. I mean, obviously, like, that never went away. But when I was a kid, I was obsessed with dinosaurs. Well, like, before Jurassic... You know, some kids are, some kids aren't. And I was one... You are a dinosaur that would kid. would not shut... I was a, I was a, I was a dinosaur kid. Right. And some, some kids like was, the Bible. Yeah. Some kids like dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, um, I was a dinosaur kid. Uh, yeah. No, I was one of those things where, like... We didn't we didn't go to the movies all the time. We lived kind of far from the movie theater. It was kind of like a, a big thing to go to the movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I like forced us to go, you know, and it was one of those things where I mean, it's 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 probably like my most memorable like movie going experience. You know, it's one of the earlier I mean, we we were like what, eight eight years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. I mean it came out ninety three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety three, yeah. So uh 
I just remember being super excited. I remember being like very scared during the like Tyrannosaur breakout scene. And I remember like going to, I think, I think it was Kmart at the time. I remember going to Kmart afterwards and like, like making my mom buy me, you know, books and stuff like Jurassic park books and toys and shit like that. And that was one of the movies that I was like able to talk my mom into bringing me multiple times to see like, you know, back then when you're, when you're, it's so cool to be a kid and like to go, to Target or to Kmart and to buy Jurassic Park It's like a Park big toys. thing. It's it like a big thing. Like now, like we I act like that didn't happen every... today. I know. But exactly. it, but it, our, yes, have some story. Can, but we can go to Target every single day and we can go to the movies every single day and if Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom comes out and we love it, we can go see it as many times as we want. But when yeah. you're eight years old, when you're, you're like kid? at the mercy of your parents. Yeah. Yes. And especially when you don't live like in the town where the movie theater is. Like Dude. we lived a few towns over. So Abby's like, dancing. When you're at the mercy of like, your super you Christian parents. You have to take me. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like am I, am I going to have to fucking cry? Yeah. going to make me cry? I'm going to cry. You're going to take me to yeah. the I'm going to cry. Yeah, absolutely. At eight years old. I did not threaten to cry, but I did just mention that I was raised by like super Christian parents. And, right. Yeah. Right. PG-13 right. was all, like always a no-go in theaters. Um, and also, this was a scary movie. And it involved in some respects like evolution came into play so like that was like a yeah. kind of in, it was like oh, are we gonna get to see it you know i remember looking at my brother and being like we want to go see it <laughs> you're looking at like are we like, is, are we can we were eight i'm eight you're ten i want to go see this fucking movie um but yeah we did go see it um my parents took both my brother and i and it was like i was very excited oh so you did see it in theaters yeah i saw it oh, in wow. theaters that's why it's very special to me um i was super pumped because a i was gonna get to tell this guy that i had a crush on in my science co-op named Corey brown that i had uh so Corey. and i uh i didn't i didn't that never happened um but you i didn't did tell the movie well i didn't tell him i didn't get to tell him and what did you I tell had, him? i don't think he would have been impressed either way yeah um I, and, i'm gonna go up to a girl in a couple weeks be like uh I don't want to brag, but uh, I saw The Incredibles too, and I could tell you about it. Yeah, you might respect me more. Also, yeah. I didn't see that movie. No, um, yeah, that movie. love connection didn't happen, but I did fall in love with Jurassic Park, the movie, um, and I made my mom take uh, me to, I think, probably Target and buy the soundtrack for me. And I came home and I had like a little Casio keyboard, and I just sat crisscross in my room and like listened to the soundtrack over and over again until I could play the music, like the theme on the piano. Um, and that was just really special to me. And obviously Lex was, I wanted to hang out with her slash be her. And I wanted to be a vegetarian because of her. And like, just, I loved the, like her and her brother hanging she's out. She's so Dr. progressive. Like, Dude. Yes. And she's still like, just it, they're, they're cool kids. That movie captures, obviously it's Spielberg, but you've got kids being kids, being funny, being like believable. And also like, you know, um, assertive and like smart and like, in the midst of danger and like it's it's fucking cool and as a kid when you're watching that you see yourself in their shoes and that's cool yeah and i remember that movie had so much hype and there was like all this like if you i specifically remember like entertainment tonight having these stories about should you take your children is it too terrifying yeah like it's so scary and violent um I always, answers, sometimes, yeah, so, sometimes I wonder like what that movie would have been like we've talked about before how James Cameron was trying to get the rights to it mm-hmm. um, I'm sure James Cameron would have done a, a much different you know the tone would have been different uh, probably would have been leaned I bet it would have been closer to the book it would have um, I think I think that's that's all Steven Spielberg right, right. There. like Steven Spielberg knows how to look he did the exact same thing with Jaws like Jaws and Jurassic Park 
are are both pretty great books. I think I think as far as books go, Jurassic Park's probably a better book than Jaws is. Right. But Steven Spielberg is really good at like reading a book, seeing the story, and just kind of like cutting the fat out of it and being like, no, right. this like he's very so. good at just being like this is what you need to do. This will, you know what I mean? He did, he did the exact same thing uh, with Jurassic Park that he did with Jaws. He took it, took the story, took all the like bits you don't need out. There are some cool things in the book for Jurassic Park that would have been great in the movie, but like, you know, he, he, he knows how to uh, not be so like reliant. Like, you know, like when, when we read a book we love and then they're making a movie, it's like, there's always this thing you want it. You need it to be as close to the book as possible. Right. Steven Spielberg is like the complete opposite. He's like, right. no, who cares? This right. is different. This right. it can be, it can work in a different way. Right, right. The book will inspire uh, yeah. the story and like the heart of the story. Possibly, but the plot of the movie is paramount, and like yeah. having it be a good movie is more important. Yeah, so, and th- and that's why like things change. Like, I mean, like the whole the T Rex breaking in and, and like saving the day. That was a like last minute. That's not how it ended. That's not right. how the book ends. Right. That's not how the that's so, not how the movie ended. Call. Spoiler yeah. alert coming up if you haven't read the book. I, I do recommend it. it. I read the book. I feel like I wouldn't say that super Michael Crichton. Like I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna go to every garage sale. I'm gonna buy Congo. I'm gonna buy what was it like Andromeda Strain or is that what I think it was Crichton. Whatever. Yeah, I think so. Whatever. He, he did a lot. Uh, Jurassic Park, when Lost World came out, I remember when, when the book came out, I was reading it, and my science teacher in seventh grade was also re- reading it, and uh, kind of had a little crush on her, Miss Georgetti, if you're out there. Uh, what is she watching? Yeah. I just revealed be. my crush. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I remember we um, – I was like, oh, cool, you're reading that book? Yeah, me too. So like teacher and student reading the same book. It's kind of a love connection. Let's see where this goes. Uh, but Is this because you've been listening to Evan Vanished? Yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of a love connection. Kind of a love connection. But uh, Jurassic Park, the, the book ends like Hammond dies. Um, they nuke the island. Mm. It's it's definitely Hammond. Ian dies. Yeah, Ian oh. dies. Um, and then he comes back in the sequel. Uh, so it's different. And there's a lot more. I don't want to go too deep into it. But there's a, there's a lot Changes. of differences. It, Obviously, the T-Rex river chase is kind of the one that everybody kind of. It's like a big thing in the book. It's a big thing in the book. Mm. But I wonder sometimes, like, what if another director, like a shittier director, got a hold of, like, well, let's say the rights of Jurassic Park went to some, you know, I don't know, early 90s action film director. And, like, instead of getting that great John Williams score, it was more like, like, uh, just like shitty soundtrack songs. I thought of that when Abby was like, I went home and listened to the soundtrack. I'm like, yeah. what if the soundtrack was like, dinosaurs are coming to save the day for you. The T-Rex is in my way. Kind of like that. Uh, yeah. The, the T-Rex is in my way. Um, yeah. Uh, I love the T-Rex is in my way. Because there's so many books. That's a good song. Yeah, mm-hmm. T-Rex is in my way. Uh, it was it, me, uh, it was eight. T-Rex in my way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to the dry cleaners. The T-Rex is in, in my, my way. way. Listen. I think no, I think you're right, Craig, and I think like uh, if anything <laughs> I think you're right. Is, I did not think I was going to hear that after that. No, no, I mean the book is the book is way darker. Yeah. You know, than the movie is. It, it's there's much more there's there's not a whole uh, like the mo- the movie is really really heavy in like trying to you know, there there are some scary moments and there are some funny moments. But overall, the feeling you have with watching the movie is like wonder and like, yeah. oh, like they did How'd it. They, they fucking made a dinosaur. Right. Yes. You're kind the of experiencing. Book, the, the, right. book, 
the book opens with a dinosaur eating a baby in a crib. Yeah. And that's oh. like, that's, that's how the book starts. Yeah. And like, most of my favorite books open book. like that. Yeah. That's like the book is very dark and it's very like, Hey, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, uh, right. uh John Hammond doesn't come across as like a lovable, you know, guy grandfather type thing. Yeah. That's not how in the book he's in the book. He's just like an evil fucking, he wants money. He knows he doesn't care who gets killed. Like he is not, like he's a completely different person. Like, it's yeah. all, it's all very different. So I, I do think, I think if someone, as we go on, like as the Jurassic park franchise continues, uh, if these movies keep generating money, and we start getting those spin-offs. I could see 20 years from now, no joke. You know how they did that uh that uh Wizard of Oz prequel with James Franco? Yes. Like yeah. I could totally see a John Hammond-esque thing like that. Because I feel yeah. like and this is why. Please, sir. You're saying Jurassic Park is our Wizard of Oz? It's in that it, there's certain movies that do fit that mold. I see your point with special effects and like just it's gra- yeah. it's timeless, right? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. now that we're what 25 years out imagine 25 years from now uh there's certain movies like star wars back to the future ghostbusters jurassic park basically the movies we kind of live and breathe uh yeah. and 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 die for I said, what if i craig died for back to the future like what <laughs> what circumstance uh christopher lloyd was about to get hit by a bus and craig ran in front of it um what i'm saying is every family who has children is going to be showing Jurassic Park to those children and it will be passed down for generations. And like when you watch Wizard of Oz now, or I don't want to speak for you guys, when I watch Wizard of Oz, obviously the Twister, you know, it doesn't look, it's no Bill Paxton Twister, mm-hmm. uh, but right. you enjoy it. And I feel like the special effects hold up and the story is really timeless in Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. So um, that's my little, that's my little rant about what I'm saying is I want James Franco to play a young John Hammond. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I, that's, yeah, well, I don't sure. want that, yeah. But I was yeah. hoping that wasn't so, the end of Sounds like I just pissed pitch. everybody off. Not James Franco. <laughs> I don't need that. James Taylor. Okay. Okay. Mm, mm. Um, much better. Much way, better. Way better. He's not an actor. James Patterson. Is that some author? <laughs> the author. <laughs> Stephen King hates that guy. Stephen King and him do have a feud. All right. Cool. So... Jurassic Park, we're celebrating the 25th anniversary. We've got Fallen Kingdom coming out next week. And to celebrate Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, which is the fifth installment of the Jurassic Park franchise, God, it feels good to say that because we know that Jurassic Park 4, which ended up being Jurassic World, was kind of stuck in development hell for a really long time. Are we going to talk about that now? Or we... We're, we're going to get there. We're going to get okay. there. Um, but I think we should just do a little Jurassic fuck budget. What do you guys think? I'm ready. I agree. Should we, if, if, if this is a no, it's fine. Should we talk about that tweet before we get into a, like the actual Don't fuck tweet. budget? You know what, Jake? Let me, let me say something to you right now. That tweet stressed me out so much that I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. I just started screaming. Save it for the podcast. It made me upset. It made me mad. Okay, let's okay. talk about it. Let's talk about it. Jake, do you want to set up the, the circumstance? The tweet heard around the podcast? Let me, yeah, let me pull it up. Let's Before see. Before you so, give us our fucks. Well, while Jake pulls that up, I did want to say thank you to everybody who's been checking out uh, Yes Have Some, uh, subscribing on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you're using. Make sure that you check us out on social media at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, our official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast, and the official Yes Have Some discussion group, YHS Group Therapy. We've been having a lot of fun. There's a lot of Joker talk going on today, but we're going to save that for another episode. Joker talk, hi. Or for never. (laughs) 
<laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. All right. Now that we've gotten... Hey, got to get the plugs in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just before we started recording, I, I saw this tweet. Plug uh, it up. Mm-hmm. This tweet exchange, and I, I sent it to Jake, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I, I thought Jake was going to jump out the window. I did. I did. <laughs> he jumped out the window. <laughs> Good thing that uh, my house is just like one story. Um, Good thing the window door. you jumped out of went directly into your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's like a weird NES game. <laughs> okay, so this tweet. So first of all, I guess Sam Neill um, posted a tweet. It's just like a picture. Uh, it's Jurassic Park. Uh, he, it's just a picture of him and another person who I don't know who this other It looks like his, possibly his daughter or something. His daughter, maybe. Well, anyway, he, he, uh, he says spared no expense. He tags Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, and he tags Chris Pratt in it. Right. Chris Pratt replies and says, now, is that dinosaur CGI or animatronic? Smile, laughing face. Thank you, Sam. Would love to work with you one day. Winky face. Now, okay, let's examine this. Here, this is a new segment called YHS on the case. God damn it, Chris Pratt. <laughs> um, so, what does a winky face mean to everybody in, in a text message? That there's, like, intent, that there's, like, you know, some sort of a, a ruse or a joke? It's like, yeah, it's like whenever, yeah, it, 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 it implies that whatever they just said is... I mean, he said, would love to work with you one day. Wink, which means we are working together. That's what that means. But it it doesn't necessarily mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate. It doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily Mm -hmm. mean that it's a Jurassic Park project. Maybe. Sure. Maybe Chris Pratt's doing the Sphere reboot. Sure. Uh The thing that. It doesn't. It doesn't like stress. (laughs) It doesn't stress me out because I feel like, oh, maybe that means like you know Grant is in this movie. It stresses me out because like if he is, I don't want. I don't. I don't think they should be revealing that kind of. I don't want a goddamn inkling. Yeah. 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 I don't want to know. I want to watch the movie and be like, holy fuck, there's Alan Grant. I don't want like like Jeff Goldblum has already said a few things to lead people to believe that maybe. Grant and possibly Ellie are going to show up either in this movie or the next movie. Mm-hmm. There's already been some of that. So there's already been. So like, I don't need like, save it. Like, that's a big, big thing. Like Alan Grant coming back. That's a big thing. Shut the fuck up and let us watch the movie in a week. Don't tell me. Don't like, don't. Don't do mm. that. All right. Well, don't here's my stress. Sam Neill wasn't in sphere. I was thinking of Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Yeah. Um, they're very they're very similar. Uh, anybody who's watching us on the video feed, uh, as immediately when I said that, I started typing on my computer like "fuck." Sammy <laughs> wasn't a goddamn yeah, sphere. I, did the same thing. I was like, "What's this Joker talk?" I need um, to get in there. So, uh, Jake, I agree with you. Uh, that kind of stuff, those little teases. I think it's reasonable to assume that uh, either. Sam Neill and or Laura Dern could pop up in this film or the next film uh, in the Jurassic yeah. franchise, uh, but I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to be spoiled. Even though if we all feel it, even though if there was rumors or whatever, I just I want to go into it fresh. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was looking up some. I have a few things I want to say about Sam Neill, but I'm going to wait until we we reach that fuck budget. But I've got a few. I things want to guess have some podcasts. I have a few things I have to say about, about Sam Neill shirt. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> but, uh, 
Um, hey, Hi. spoiler alert, they're, they're all good things. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I, was, I bet he I smells like great. A, I was like looking up some interviews with him because I was like, is he still I was like, is he still doing like a lot of I was like, I haven't seen something he's been in in a while. So I was like looking into that. And apparently he was in a movie last year um, where he is one of the two main characters of a movie directed by uh, uh, the Thor, the Thor three direct. What's his name? Uh, Tiki Watiki? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiki Watiki. God damn it. Taika Watiki. Yeah, he was in a movie that that guy directed. In in the the other lead in the film is the fucking annoying kid from Deadpool. Oh, weird. But I watched an interview uh, with Sam Neill and that movie. And, and, the, and the interviewer is like, hey, you know, now that you're working with, you know, with him – you're friends with him. He's about to do a, a Marvel film. Has anybody talked to you about being in Marvel? And and he was like, "Whoa, well, well, I'm in Thor." He's like, "I can't." And so this is right before oh, all right. that. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, can't he's be. like, I can't say what. He's like, I can't say what, but I'm in Thor. And then they ask him about Jurassic World, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, they ask him just about his experience, and uh, and they're like, you know, we know that there's another one happening. And they're like, what's Alan Grant up to now? And he like goes into this thing where he's like, well, he, he talks about like what he's kind of joking, but he's like, well, I think Alan Grant has retired. He's like, he's open. He's opened up an accounting firm. <laughs> he gotten, he's gotten rid of his hat. And he's, no, he's, just like talk, he's like talking about all this stuff. But they, they ask him like, uh, you know, would you come back like and, and do something if you got the call? And he's like, well, I haven't gotten that call. And like, yeah. that's how that's they end it there. And I'm like. Is this before he was like seen on set? Is this right, before? Right, like, right. Yeah. Is he just being like you know? Obviously, he wouldn't be able to talk about that. Right. Yeah. But, but I'm but I'm, I'm a little lost at like in the timeline where that interview right was yeah, based yeah. on filming. So well, this will be one of those things where in five days we'll look back at this conversation and be like, wow, do we sound stupid? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Go I'm back to it. hey. If you ever get a chance, go back to our episodes about a week before Answer the Call came out, and I'm saying things like, guys, all I'm, all I'm putting out there is don't be surprised to see Peter Venkman show up in this movie. This movie is good. Um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to watch this movie, and all the Alan Grant we're going to get is like a picture of a book here. Right, right, you know, right. Like, right. Uh, like in JP3. And fuck you, Chris Pratt. Did you read? Happens. Maybe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Huh. Maybe we learned. That the reason Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler are no longer just randomly no longer together in Jurassic Park, Park 3, Three is because she had an affair with Ian. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, hand uh, and the chaos. Uh, and, uh, uh, yes, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Grant. I don't First know. of all, I'd want to see the movie about the affair. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see okay, two hours of hey, Ian Malcolm. It's just the bridges of Madison County, but yeah. with uh, yeah. uh I don't know. Well, here's the thing. We're we're about to talk about all of it. Let's get into the let's get into the fuck yeah, budget. Yeah, fuck budget. Let's Jurassic Park it up. It's 25th anniversary. Jake it, just did his stress. It's Good a job. celebration. We we appreciate the tweet stress, but also quit with the spoilers, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay? It's you know, you're on thin ice. Dude. There was Stick a, with the stories. Yeah. There was a period of time where, where you know you were you were just like the eighth most important person on Parks and Rec. So yeah, yeah. calm down. All right, let's do it. This is time. What did I just do? I love it. This is time. It's time for the. <laughs> <laughs> this 
this is time. It's time for the Jurassic Park fuck budget, the fun segment where we are going to take five Jurassic Park related topics, break them down, stress about them, and Jake and Abby have to allocate just how many fucks they give about each topic. And always remember, you only have ten fucks to give, so spend your fucks wisely. Yes. Are you all ready to go? I'm ready to fuck. Mm. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Jake and Wall. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. So, topic number one. We've been talking about Jurassic Park three. We all watched it recently, randomly. We didn't plan on it. We didn't say, "Hey, let's make make sure we watch Jurassic Park three before the next episode." We just all coincidentally have watched Jurassic Park three in the last mm-hmm. week or so. Mm-hmm. So. When Jurassic Park 3 was coming out, one of the cool bits of news was that Sam Neill was returning as Dr. Alan Grant. Obviously, he's the main character in the movie. But what we didn't know was that our beloved, dear Dr. Ellie Sattler was also in Jurassic Park 3. Laura Dern in basically a cameo appearance. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always thought the scene was a little weird. It felt a little misplaced. Although her character does end up playing a pretty pivotal pivotal, pivotal part of the movie. But I wanted to know, when it comes to the scene where we see the reunion of Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler in Jurassic Park 3, Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give about that scene? I give zero fucks about this scene. Uh, I feel like this scene is... I quit! I feel like I don't know you people! Dude, well, I was just saying how much I actually liked this movie going back and watching it over this last week, and I was like, man, this is enjoyable. But I always, that scene irks me because Ellie doesn't act like Ellie from the original movie from Jurassic Park. Well, set up the scene. What are we looking at We're looking at, well, she looks good. She's got like a little sweater on. She's got her baby from this guy named Mark, who is like just her new husband that we're introduced to. Mark, you're worse than goddamn Billy in this movie. Yeah, dude, Mark sucks. Um, But yeah, it's- Mark sucks. It's a scene where uh, Alan Grant's, like, going to talk to her about what some, like, you know, the going back to the island thing yet. No, it's before that. It's, uh, he's, I think he's just in town doing It's a his... discovery. They're, they're, ta- they're catching up a little bit, and he also has yeah. discovered something about the Velociraptors. Right, he's explaining yeah, the resonating chamber. Now yeah, available yeah. from Chronicle Collectibles. Like, Boom! Okay. Sponsor. Not really. Well, yeah, we all just watched this movie. Thanks for the plot point, Jake. But, yeah, um, it's... Yeah, I just it feels like weird and it feels like a betrayal of the characters that I got to know and um, it, the way they talk to each other is strange over dinner and all you want is to see them together. At least that's how I felt when I was watching it. And yeah, it's it's I feel like that scene is just there so that the finale, like the final part of the movie where she's the one that like puts the call in for them to get rescued, like so that makes sense and like it's just not really I don't like it. Jake, Zero before thoughts. I throw to you, I want to tell here's a little anecdote. Every time I see that scene, I think I'm always thinking of Castaway and mixing them up. Because in the movie Castaway, when Tom Hanks gets off the island and he comes yeah, back, when he comes home, and Helen Hunt has a new husband, but then the husband yeah. goes to sleep. She's so mad. And Helen Hunt like runs out in the rain and kisses Tom Hanks. Oh. I always think that that's going to happen in this scene. I'm like, no, it's fine they're not together. I would together. like for that to happen. It's fine. It doesn't, he's so gonna, I get mad. He's going to drive away that Ellie Sattler's going to run out and they're going to kiss and everything's going to be fine. Um, so, Abby, you give zero fucks about this scene. That's a pretty strong opinion. Jake, when it comes to Ellie and Dr. Grant catching up on old times in Jurassic Park 3, how many fucks do you give? Um, 
first of all, it was very hard for me to uh, give out my fucks for this entire. Like it was, it was very hard to to put the numbers. I wanted, I wanted some to be higher than they are. Yeah, um, it's not an easy this- game. That's why we don't suggest doing fuck budgets at home on your own. Right. No, no, no. Don't try this at home. Um, I gave, I gave it two. Okay. I gave it two fucks for for good and for bad reasons. Um, okay. I, I, uh, I agree with most of what you said, Abby. It is it is weird, and um, it does kind of like you 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 feel good about seeing the two. Then you're like, oh shit, Ellie's Grant Ellie going back to the aisle. Yeah. Like she, then she's in it. She's in it for so short amount of time, and I feel like. I mean, yeah, we get Grant, and that's great, but, like, the scene where the, it's just the two of them talking, and they're talking about the Raptors, I feel like that stuff is good. Like, that stuff, to me, feels like what I want the rest of the movie. Like, when he's, you know, when she, she's, like, remembering, like, when he's, like, do you remember the sounds they made? Like, that kind of stuff. Like, that stuff I like. I'm like, this is this is Dr. Grant and Ellie Sattler, like, talking about dinosaurs. This is what I want the rest of this movie to be. And it's and it's only like a split second. Everything else does feel weird, and it and it, it is very weird to have them not be together. The only reason I see that they're not, I, I feel like they're not together anymore, just so that can be their way of explaining why she doesn't go with them. Hey, they should have had a part where they're like, like Mark, <laughs> Doctor yeah. Sattler, why aren't you with Doctor Grant? You can't get him out of Montana. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> um, yeah, Jake, I, I, I. I I'm gonna kind of chime in on these two because I, I'm I'm pretty passionate about uh, pretty passionate about JP three. I uh, I think the scene is weird. I think that mm-hmm. Laura Dern's a great actress, but I think she kind of phones this one in. And Sam Neill's great. Like Doctor Grant is Doctor Grant, even yeah. though Jurassic Park three is not always in, yeah. anywhere near what the first movie is. Like yeah. it, there's no mistaking like oh this is fucking Alan Grant. He's a hundred percent in. Yeah, like, he's. There, when when I was watching this movie, there are parts. So, like, first of all, Jurassic Park three, I, I don't think it's it's not a great movie, but it does have some really fun stuff in it. It has some it has some good. There are some good dinosaur things in this movie, but I feel about Jurassic Park three almost the same way I feel about uh, Jaws: The Revenge. It's like it's like the more silly, maybe the worst movie in the franchise, but I would still rather watch that over. Like Lost the Lost World, World yeah, because it doesn't take itself as It's like still more fun to watch, yeah. but there are moments where like I'm watching, uh, you know, Sam Neill, and I'm like, he's he's committed. Like, yeah, he's like, I do. Talk about something, and I'm like, everything else is really stupid in the scene, and fucking Sam Neill is like, you know, they're smarter than primates, and I'm yeah. like, he yeah. believes that, he you does? know? Yes, like it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake, well, th- even that speech that he delivers to the kid, who's not the greatest, but when they're on the boat, like it, it's he does a really good job, and like you said, like he commits extremely hard, and like he gives life lessons yeah. and stuff, and you're like, ah. Oh, I do like when moment. I do like when Grant's explaining where when he says like uh, Jake, you were referencing when they're at the kitchen table, and he's like, "Do you remember what they sound like?" And she's like, "She's like." I try not to, or like whatever. It almost killed me, or something like that. Yeah, it's 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 it just feels a little bit off putting. I feel like um, maybe I can reduce it to like my uh, super superficial side because I'm like, that's not how she wears her hair. That's different. I don't like it. Like, yeah, uh, no, I agree. I agree with you, and I think it's probably a bunch of different factors. It's probably, I mean, she probably it. I think a lot of it is in the writing itself. And, you know, if the writing seems weird or off, 
then an actor can't always like i mean she probably was like is this okay this is what you got me saying uh, yeah. i guess this is you, what can't, I say here. you can't make somebody it, sound smart by just having them reference the book they're working on like you have to actually work yeah and it's cool that they yeah. like uh, it's cool because i'm glad they didn't just reduce her to like she's a housewife now um but let's talk about mark for a second why is he trusting these two together like they shared an experience where they almost were eaten by mm-hmm. dinosaurs mark's how, like how you guys catch up. I'll take care of the kid. Like, Mark, you sit at that table and you keep an eye on everything. Yeah, but Mark's got a good well, life with her. Their house looks nice. Got we also, kid. yeah, they have kids. We also don't know. I don't know the exact um, length of time it is since they've seen each other. It feels like it's been a very long time since while. they've yeah, seen each other. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't um, know, man. What if, if they <laughs> – I'm thinking now, like, you see it and, like, if they let's say in the next Jurassic World movie, Ellie and Grant are back, are they going to have to have a line of dialogue that explains why Mark's no longer there? Do you know a Mark explanation? Uh, hey, no, no, no. I get this is what you do. I want Mark to get eaten by a T. Bring Mark along. Bring Mark <laughs> along. Bring him along and do a fuck. No, they're going to Twister. Fucking do it like Twister. Yes, Bring yes. Mark along Stop and let first. him. Let him realize very quickly these two belong together yeah. and let him just bow out. Like, just be like, hey, you guys are made for each other. I don't want to be around. He walks up to Ellie. He's like, word for no word for word. Give him the dialogue from Twister. Yeah. He walks up to Ellie and goes, I'm going home. I'm going home, Ellie. <laughs> you told me you used to hang out with dinosaurs, but deep down, I always thought it was a metaphor. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I want or you go the I other route. I'm Mark, ready. sometime uh, in like uh, the early 2000s, after uh, Jurassic Park 3, had a massive stroke. And uh, yeah. she has to, he's, <laughs> she's her caretaker now. And uh, his caretaker, it's just to bring him along with him. And uh, yeah, he gets She taken. just like, uh, like Hannibal lectures him and just like pushes the wheelchair <laughs> and with the velociraptor. <laughs> Just like nobody's watching, Cordell. Just yeah. push him in. She pushes Mark into the fucking volcano. Oh my god. Oh god. I, I like everything that's happening. It's empowering. Okay. Uh, this is the yeah. most Mark talk of all. This is the most talk Mark's ever had. Hey, hey, can we get that guy on the show? Yeah. yeah. All right, we're live exactly here. Exactly, he's the thing you do, hey, Mark. We're, we're live here with well, Mark hey, from Jurassic call Park. Up, call up and like, hey, uh, we just want to ask you a question. Uh, what gives you the nerve? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To think that you could uh, yeah. to tie down. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, we find out, the, find out the actors they broke. Okay, um, I'm looking um, up the cast and JP3 Mark Mark Herlick. Here we go, Mark Ben Wait, no, no, Hildebrand. No, 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 that's Ben. No, no, no. Hold on, hold up, hold up. What is that? It? Yeah, Ben Hildebrand. Yeah, he's Ben Hildebrand, and I'm gonna say Mark. Um, Wait a minute! Is this, oh, you're looking at this the wrong that's way. The, I know I was gonna say that's the reverse. Doesn't matter. Mark's let's say his let's say his real name's Mark, and we get him on the line, which would also be funny. Well, yeah, continue. And I say I say Mark, 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 Marky Mark. Jurassic Park three. The fans have wanted to know for years. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> what right do you have? <laughs> you son of a bitch, Mark Dagley was Ellie's husband. Part. Who? Hmm? Hey, you know what? You might have a six-inch retractable claw. Maybe a lot of girls are impressed by that. But not around these parts, nope. Mark. <laughs> also. That was that was fun. Also, your girl got that swerve. Taylor Nichols. Taylor Nichols is Mark Taylor. Degler. Of course that's his name. His name is Mark Degler. 
Ellie Degler. God, I hope Fuck she, that There's shit. no way That's she didn't take his mom. name. She there's no fucking way. There's no way. Oh, no. Um, cool. Well, let's move on. What else is this guy in? Nothing, well, uh, of course. Of course, a movie called The it. Sex Mom. He was in Congo. Oh. Okay. <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is. He's in the Crichton verse. All right, yeah. moving on. You guys ready for number two? <laughs> yes. All right. And nothing else that you would know. Moving there we on. go, Mark. You Thanks, son of Mark. A bitch. You piece of shit. Just All right. kidding. We love you, too. Chronicle Collectibles is rolling out a bunch of new stuff this week. Uh, we we are not including the brand new Triceratops bust on uh, the fuck budget, but if you get a chance, it's being released. Uh, it'll be released by the time this podcast goes up. Uh, it is very awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check out the Triceratops bust. But what we're going to be talking about right now is the Iron Studios Jurassic Park diorama set that's being released in the United States uh, and distributed by Chronicle Collectibles. It is a giant 110 scale diorama featuring a breakout T-Rex and an upside-down explorer Mm -hmm. and a regular explorer and Grant and Ian and the kids. Yeah. And it lights up and it's expensive. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Jake? Yeah. You you seem to like Jurassic Park and dinosaur statues. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> what uh? What do you what do you think of this? Um. Well, first, I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's I, fucking awesome. I only I gave it only one fuck. Okay. Um. Right. And and that's and that's for two reasons. One, I needed those fucks for other things. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm never gonna be able to own this thing. Like, uh, it, it's so exp- it's very very cool. It, it looks amazing. When I as soon as I started seeing, before I even knew Chronicle, you know, was going to be partnering with these guys, I started seeing pictures of it. Um, and it's it's amazing. It's fucking. It's giant. It's beautiful. It's yeah. like it, it's all very well sculpted. I almost okay. Hmm? I've yeah. seen the dimensions. It's almost two feet tall. It's sixty three yeah. inches wide. It's huge. Yeah. It's, um, hu- it's huge. There's like a whole half like wall of the fence. It's a it's a big fucking piece. Right. It's like it's it's like if some if I were to own that, it would be. I mean, it would be like the crown jewel. You know, it's like a giant fucking museum yeah. quality looking piece. And I thought about um, buy a whole new I house. Thought about, for it. Yeah, I thought about just getting a whole new house. That's thought about robbing a bank. I thought about getting just the grant in the in the end because you can buy it in in pieces, but. Wow. Um, I, I've changed my mind, and I think I'm just going to wait because I, uh, I, I just I, I don't want to I don't want to buy pieces of a whole thing. So right. I'm just going to wait on that. But uh, it, it looks amazing. But it's just one of those things yeah. where like I, I'm never going to own it. You yeah. know? I mean, it's so here's I'm probably here's, never going to see one of those in person. So. Right? Yeah. Until we buy like ten of them, um, Abby. Until we tour Chronicle Collectibles like headquarters or whatever that. I will say Chronicles uh, Chronicle Collectibles website has a really cool video. Showing all the features, right uh, all the light, like the flare lights up and all this shit. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Abby, how many fucks did you give a uh, I gave exactly 2,499.99 fucks because that's how much this costs. No, I really I like what you did there. Did you? I don't have that But you're fired fucks. from the fuck button. Where'd you get all those fucks? I know. Well, I got it from the same place you got all your extra fucks the other week. <laughs> uh, I Bitcoin. Gave it- yeah, it's bit. It's a found a Bitcoin. <laughs> I found one sure. Bitcoin, and now I'm buying all these uh, statues. No, I give it one fuck. Same as you, Jake. I think it's amazing, but I can't afford it. Um, I've been watching this video just now. It's it's incredible. I want to see more of Tim and Lex. They're like crouched <laughs> under the car. They're crushed. They're crushed. Are they? Yeah, so amazing. are they just? 
is there is their figure like molded to be down like that or can they stand up? No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's one piece. Like that explorer and with then the kids laying under it underneath and, and that little part of the base, that's probably one piece. So right. you, and reclining yeah. This is what I'm saying, it's twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, Chronicle obviously does their interest-free payment plans. So listen, it's really expensive, but it fucking it, it lights up. Two hundred and fifty like, yeah. bucks a month for what the next ten months? Hey, if I didn't have my if I didn't have my car payment, I'd consider it. Here's the thing. Yeah, they need to incentivize it, right? They need to say if you buy it in the next thirty days, you're going to get an exclusive Gennaro figure with toilet. Yeah. Wait, that'd be cool. All right. And then and a Mark figure. Because I want that. <laughs> you know, I know it's not from the same movie. Mark. Still. Mark figure with home wrecking action. Dinner scene yeah. diorama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people want. Uh, yeah, I want a Gennaro figure. I want a Dennis Nedry figure. Yeah. Um, uh, with screen authentic stick. And uh, no, this, <laughs> this, this, this thing's amazing. And like, it's obviously a higher end collectible. And uh, if you can afford it, uh, Godspeed. It, please get yeah. it. Get yeah, it. please get, get it. it. Please get it. Take a picture. Share it with us. Beautiful. Give us, you know, a piece or two. Give us a piece. Just just, us, I'll borrow know. it. Just give like Jake a, a if you need somewhere to hold it. You don't need it. it. You guys ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. We we know we're, we can't afford this, but we want it. Can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Can't afford it. Yeah. Um. It has been confirmed that there is a post credit scene in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Jake is shaking his head. He's upset. He's stressed. Um, Jake, you're going to be fine. We're only a couple days away, and it's going to be it's going to be a great relief for all of us. But Jake, what do we got? A week? We got a fucking week here. Got a week. <laughs> a fucking week. I wish I was in a goddamn coma for the next week, and I wish I woke up in a reclining seat, sipping on a Coke Slurpee. I oh, hope. Um, I hope. I hope this movie starts with like a Star Wars crawl. And it's like the same font, and it's like bam, but a bam, but it's just like two years since Jurassic World. Oh, I like that idea. I don't, I don't know why. Just like you know, whatever. Claire Deering is better. She's a better Claire character Deering now. Is <laughs> um, Jake, when it comes to a post-credit scene entering the world of Jurassic World, that was a weird sentence. How many fucks do you entering give? the world? Is it? Entering the world of Jurassic World. I gave it four. I gave it four fucks. Um, He's a big spender, folks. All right. I gave it four fucks. It's a. I think. I feel like it's a big deal. And um, so it tells you. It tell. So first of all, this is the first time um, in in the Jurassic Park franchise that there's been a post credit scene. And I and I know that, that like only in the last few years has it become like super popular to do that. Right. Um, and it's mostly superhero movies doing it. It is mostly superhero movies, and 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 you also get a good mix of like. They're either just silly and fun, or this is gonna, you know, you know, connect Shape to the, the next, next film movie. Or yeah, right, right, exactly. So, um, one of the things that this tells me is like th- they probably have a plan for the third movie, and and you we've we've heard you know, um, uh, I think the director already come out and say like, hey, the next film isn't going to have any, um, you know, hybrids. there's not going to be any more hybrids. Um, when Jeff Goldblum was, was doing an interview, he said something about, you know, obviously what he said was vague, but the words he, he was using about seeing people return, he said possibly in this one or the next one. And I, and I feel like hearing little things like that, seeing that there's a post credit scene, 
to me, that tells me that they have a plan for what the third movie is going to be. And, um, you know, that's more than you can say for Star Wars. Well, here's the thing. I mean, let's say, well, before I go, listen, I want to be respectful. Abigail Gardner. Yeah, I have some fucks. How many fucks do you give about this Fallen Kingdom? Dude, I give this five fucks. Post-credits scene. Five fucks? The most fucks. Yeah, I'm giving this five fucks. That's the most fucks we've ever given. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think four is usually... I'm doing the uh, Death Star. Yeah. That's all I knew how to do. That's all I knew how to do. Somewhere... I feel like anytime a Death Star alarm goes off, Hal's like just rises. Our buddy Hal Clay <laughs> just saves the child. He's gonna show up at your door in a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's black. I'm here for Dragon Con. Here, here to help. Hal um, <laughs> right. is very helpful. Yes. I give this five. He bucks. can lift something right over his head. Five bucks, <laughs> huh? Yeah, five bucks. Same as Jake. I'm also a sucker for these like stinger, uh, you know, scenes. These uh, you know, post credit scenes. Um, and especially if there's one for. Jurassic World, then that means, like Jake said, that there's a plan for the next movie. And if it is like the rumors seem to be that it's Grant and Ellie coming back, then God, no, I just had a whole vision. Those aren't rumors. That's just that's that just is, us. That's, it. that's just us. But, I mean, well, we're putting it out there. No, as Jake, as you were talking, I saw it all in my head. I was like, "There's going to be two dinosaurs left at the end of this next of this Fallen Kingdom. They're going to have to like repopulate with the help." Of Dr. Grant and Ellie, and they're gonna be like running the. Po- I, I, I wanna see it. Like, I wanna see them come back together. They're gonna be camp counselors. I want Jurassic the- Park to somehow, like, them have to, like, start it up from the beginning, and, like, I want it to end with it working somehow. Like, I want. I don't, I, and then and then oh, the next wow. one will be when that's it all falls apart. Yeah, that's how I'm seeing that's it. That's interesting. Uh, I, this is not going I, to I end wanna, how you it's think. It's not going to end how you think. No, of course not. I don't want to get like I don't want to get too excited or put too much pressure on what I think the post credit scene is going to be, or if Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler show up. Like they might show up, it might be a two second cameo. They might it might be a joke. The post credit scene might be Alan Grant and Ellie looking at a TV, being like, "Glad that's not us." They're watching fucking Barney. It could be anything like that, and 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 I don't want to get my expectations up for that, but it still makes me excited that. that they're they're even going that that far with it and also uh i like your idea for a third film thank you Um, i just thought of it you can roll the tape it's when i look up in that direction i thought of it i have always (laughs) i've always thought it would be cool um there's a there's a movie that came out um i think very early 80s and it's called uh um it's called baby and it's about these people who find a, a, a family of like uh, of dinosaurs and they're like uh, they're like generic like brachiosaur brontosaur type dinosaurs like nondescript just like random. super basic and it's like it's like a, a, a male female in a, in they a shop at Starbucks yeah they shop at Starbucks the movie I'm- is about like um, one of like the, like, the, like the dad getting killed or something the baby gets stripped away and the whole movie is about like these main characters who are like we have to get this dinosaur back to its only kind, you know, and they're, they're running from people who want this dinosaur for all kinds of reasons. And I've always thought that would be such a good idea for Jurassic Park. I know people are like stripped down. I know people, I know people are expecting, you know, big things to happen and like just dinosaurs everywhere explode. Like at this point it's, it's crazy, you know? And, and obviously they're getting off the Island in this, in this next film. But I feel like what what a third Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom are 
I can't say too much. I don't, we haven't seen Fallen Kingdom yet, but is every everything we're seeing just looks like they're both really big movies, very exciting. Like, what would it? Who, we we have a hard time wondering like where it goes at the end of Fallen Kingdom with the island kind of becoming destroyed and everything. Like, what a great movie it would be if the third film is like Grant and Ellie, and you know Grant doesn't want anything to do with Jurassic Park, but if 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 it comes down to like hey. There is a there is like this dinosaur is left. This is the thing you love more than anything. Dedicated your life to dinosaurs and learning about them. And if you don't do something about getting this dinosaur from A to B, mm-hmm. then it, then they will be like this is it. Right. And like and like engines after that. Like it's it could literally be kind of like what the end of you know uh, the Lost World is kind of you know what I mean. Right. It's like. Yeah. I we just gotta think get that this dinosaur from here to there. That's I would a really, love to watch. That's it. a cool idea, and I love the idea of like cutting cutting away to like Alan Grant living in like a remote part of New Zealand, and you see he's got like herds of dinosaurs on his own property that he's just been like a dinosaur care. shepherd. Yes, oh my wow. God. the dinosaur yes. whisperer. Um, wow. I like it. I like it. I like Imagine. It. So if this did lead up to the third and final movie of the of the second trilogy being a reunion of Malcolm, Grant, and Ellie. And it like it makes me think that maybe that's the way they should have gone with Star Wars. Obviously Carrie Fisher passed and it wouldn't have right, been able right, to do. Right. But imagine if 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 what if Han Solo wasn't in The Force Awakens, but there was mention of him and then you did the Luke Skywalker plot like you did, and it was a three movie build up. I think build up. my yeah. biggest problem Does with Jurassic Park know what they're doing more than Star Wars. Let me say something right now. My biggest problem right now with Star Wars is I know we're building towards something, but I don't know what that is. I don't Throw know. lightsaber off the goddamn cliff. I don't, I don't know. Either. I don't. I don't know what it is. Like I get okay. Kylo Ren is leading the First Order, and and Ray is gonna like. I, I don't know. Like, it's very clear at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Is Han Solo dead? They gotta go find him. Is Luke gonna finish his training? Is he gonna face his father, Darth Vader? Like, it's it's simple. And and so, that's a tangent we don't need to go down right now. What I'm saying is, get the band back together. Yes. I, I like that idea. getting the band back together. Yes. One, more, see one more idea. CGI Hammond. Just putting it out there. He's fine. One more idea, Craig. Spare no expense. What if, what if you get... Post credit scene. Door, knock on the door. Right. Knock on the door. Uh, Who's there? Claire, Claire, and Owen walk to the door. They open the door, and this man turns around, and it's Jack Shepard from from Lost. <laughs> okay. And he's, okay. He's, okay. He's got a beard. He's got yeah. a beard. He's crying. He's crying. And he says, "We have to go back to the island." And and Owen's like, "Who?" And then he turns around and looks, and like Grant and Ellie are standing there. <laughs> yep, I love it. Yeah, and Sawyer and Sawyer, oh, obviously. Sawyer. And, they all, like, hey, all to, and they all have to go back to Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Sawyer looks at Ellie, and he's like, "All right, I don't know." Now, does that mean that the <laughs> island from Lost has spun out into Jurassic yeah. Park universe territory? They, they have and- to. They have to bring the Rex to fight the smoke monster. Sawyer's like frozen donkey wheel. Like Sawyer's like, all right, Blondie, tell your guy we gotta go. <laughs> oh man! He, hey, I and, see and he always calls Jack Shepard Doc. But they're all doctors. He's like, listen, Doc, and they all turn around <laughs> yes. every we time. We're all docs. We're all docs. Dudes, 
Sawyer and Ellie would be All right. cute. Sawyer and Ellie. And then Jack would be like brooding about it mm-hmm. and be like, well, yeah. God, I'd watch that love triangle. Listen, Doc, there's a lot of things on this island that I don't think you're prepared to deal with. Dude. Velociraptors. <laughs> He's like and reading then, a book. And the two Velociraptors walk up beside yeah. Owen. Yeah. They're just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my buddy, Blue. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited about a post credit scene. I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited. If, it, if, it's a, if it's a cliffhanger that teases the next movie, so be it. If it involves some of the original cast, awesome. Maybe it's just, you know. I want it to be important. I'll say that. I do I want would it to like be it to not be a Me throwaway too. joke. Me too. If yeah. it's just, if it's the end of the movie, all the dinosaurs are dead and saved, and then it's just cut to one egg shaking in the jungle, I'm going to be like, okay, that's, that's lame. Superman's fucking whatever. No, I'm not doing that. I don't want anything to shake at the end. The T-Rex finds out its name is Martha. (laughs) No. No, thank you. Which means that it's Batman's mom's a T-Rex. That's what I'm getting at. You guys ready to move on? Got a better movie. Yes! Cool. Let's talk about the brand new video game from PS4, Jurassic World Evolution. It's a park building simulation with a ton of voiceover by Jeff Goldblum as Mm -hmm. Dr. Ian Malcolm. I haven't played it. I think we... I don't know if any of us have played it. But we've all watched the trailer. Abigail Gardner. Yeah. Wait. You went first last time. I did, so... Jacob Walsh. When it comes to Jurassic World Evolution on PlayStation 4, how many fucks do you give? I gave it two. Um, It it looks amazing. Like, it looks fun. It looks like the kind of game that I would spend just hours and hours playing. I don't play a lot of games. But when I do, I like like them to be the kind where I can just fuck around or build, like... Part, you know, Sims style games are very yes, fun, I think. Agreed. And uh, there was a Jurassic World like builder game that came out for, um, you know, for like mobile uh, a few years ago when the last mm-hmm. movie came out. And it was a very fun game. And it just it looks really good. Um, fucking Jeff Goldblum has lent his voice for it. I want it badly. I have I have thought about going out and buying a PlayStation just so I can play this game. Ooh, I've done that before. Yeah, I bought an Xbox just to play uh, that uh, that uh, wave racing game. Okay. Okay. So that's big that's wave racing fan over here. That's where cool. I was in two thousand five. Let's cool, do that man. episode. Hey, yeah, I, I dude, you could it. no, you could put your own soundtrack. So I was like, I had Blink one eighty two, the wave cool. racer. Mm. Wow, really cool. Weird. This is making the story better. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Abigail Gardner, how many yeah. fucks do you give about Jurassic World Evolution? I give this one fuck. I would give it more fucks because it looks amazing. Uh, I agree with you, Jake. But I don't play games that much. And I have a feeling this is one that it's like I buy, play for a week, or watch you play for a week, and then we'd probably sell. But I will say I like the fact that it is one of those like DIY, make your own park, like a uh, roller coaster tycoon or Sims type deal. Because I do like to do that. I like to play God. Um, I like that that's kind of the premise of Jurassic Park anyway, so it makes sense with the game. Um, now you I'm assume they're all of John Hammond. Dude, I think I might give two fucks about this now. Oh my god, I kind of want me. it. Yeah. Abby's grabbing my shoulder. I, mean, I, I would like to buy it. I think I want it. But okay. I, I, you know, I put down one fuck because I'm not a big gamer, but this game looks cool, and the fact that Jeff Goldblum does the voice is yeah. um, neat. The reviews neat. aren't great. I think, it, I think that it's one of those deals, like, if you like Jurassic Park, you're going to enjoy it. But maybe mm-hmm. as I get the, the main review I keep reading is that it just gets to be very repetitive. Um, a lot of times these kinds of simulation builder games do get pretty repetitive. Mm. Um, one thing I will say, uh, the Jeff Goldblum voiceover once again 
confirms my suspicion that he played a different character in Lost World because yeah. because yeah. he's doing a very Ian Malcolm you know presentation yeah. with his voice the way he's talking about everything modulating and yeah. if you watch Lost World Jeff Goldblum's fine in the movie he's great the movie's enjoyable uh, we all enjoy it to a certain extent but it's just it just doesn't feel like the same character I think whatever he's doing in Fallen Kingdom is probably going to be more reminiscent of the Ian Malcolm we got in the first movie yeah. and uh, same with same with the game did you guys see this this little, a, a tiny bit off topic but I just want to say it because we're talking about Jeff Goldblum did you guys see any of the videos of his like star being unveiled today I did I did I saw a clip on the walk of fame yeah. yeah. there's uh, there is a like in the clip they're just showing you know it's not it's kind of stitched together and there there are pictures of him laying on the ground at the star but in the pose from Jurassic Park. That's like when amazing. he's got his shirt Dude, off, yeah, of he's course. like laying there by the star. And he also gets on the microphone and starts singing at some point. And he's just like, hey, let's let's all take some pictures. He's like, I'm like, wow, he seems so Jodie Foster. So yeah, he's, dude. he's in a new movie with uh, Jodie Foster called Hotel Artemis. Um, that movie looks good. Yeah, it looks really cool. We got to check it out. Um, directed, written, directed by Drew Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um Jodie Foster was on some talk show this week and they were talking about how touchy-feely Jeff Goldblum is. And she was like, she called him a walking lawsuit because he. she said that he grabbed her face. Like the first time they met, just grabbed her face and like wow. pulled her out. Um, we've, the we've, first time I met him, he grabbed something. Held by Rick Cage. <laughs> the first time I met Jeff Goldblum. Um, listen, we love Jeff Goldblum. When did the Ian Malcolm pose become like one of those weird pop culture things? Because I always noticed it wasn't. It. It's it like was the last a few year. years ago, yeah. right? I think it was mm. probably a few years ago. Because is. I've always noticed it in the movie, like it, the way he's laying and with his you know shirt and his chest hanging yeah. out. It, it's always been funny, but now it feels like one of those. It almost feels like how Bob Ross. Like I've always known about Bob Ross and liked Bob Ross, but uh-huh. now it's like. Everyone's got Bob Ross T-shirts on. Like, they're marketing it. So they're marketing Ian Malcolm laying on his side, which isn't cool because he had a very serious leg injury, and I think that it's getting overlooked. Yeah, it's true. And with all those doctors around, you know, just ask ask Sawyer. Uh, What were we talking about? Oh, the game. Yeah, the The game. game. The game. It feels like one of those games that's going to be on a very deep discount in the next six months. Maybe we'll pick it up then. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Jake, I'll buy it. I'll buy, buy you a PlayStation. PlayStation. You're gonna buy me a PlayStation for? I, want, I maybe some more fucks. Oh, it's funny. It's like, what did you buy me a PlayStation for? It's like, are you? <laughs> why? What are you saying? Okay. Um, are you guys? I'm. Re- I'm really excited for this last part of the fuck budget. I've kind yeah. of. I, I just want to get there. Cool. I'm excited. All right. Cool. Let's, jump into it. Let's get there. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm holding a. Uh, I'm holding a Velociraptor puppet. I'm going to let him do the talking. It's like a puppet show. Cool. Um, like I said earlier, Jurassic Park 4, which ended up being Jurassic World, was in development hell for a very long time. Uh, JP3 came out in 2001, and Jurassic World came out in 2014. So in those 13 years, there was a lot of uh, kind of starting and stopping with the development of a new Jurassic Park movie. Um a couple years ago, uh, an early draft of a script uh, leaked, and people kind of, it's one of those things. you got to hear people talking about it. I've read some of the script. Jake, I know you've read some of the script. 
But what I, what I did today is I found a synopsis with all of the main plot points. And I wanted to just kind of talk to you guys about this version of Jurassic Park 4, which I'm sure it's one of many versions that could have happened. But this is the one that the script is available. So if anybody has any interest in reading the script or reading the synopsis, I'm going to put the link up uh, on our Facebook page. And I, we, I read the synopsis earlier. It's, it's a little weird. It's a little crazy. And I just want to know how many fucks you give about this Jurassic Park 4 that we never got. Is that fair? Yeah. You Let's ready? do it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yes. All right. Abigail Gardner. Yes. When it comes to Jurassic Park 4, written by John Sayles. Yeah. How many fucks do you give? I give this three fucks, the, all the fucks I have left. And I almost want to give it more because... You can't. It's against the rules. It is. But the script is fucking crazy. Like, the, the ideas and the, the subject matter and just everything that I read in this breakdown, uh, this Reddit, like, synopsis is... I mean, I read it out loud in the car to you, like, earlier she today. She did. It was and very And there sweet. were just moments where it was like, hold on, like, let's pause and recap what just happened. Um... Yeah, I mean, the at one point the main character like wakes up in Switzerland, and at that point you were like, "Hold on, what's happening?" It, the, the that paragraph literally starts with Nick they bring up. him to a castle. In <laughs> castle Switzerland. In Switzerland. You're like, I was like, Wait. "What?" <laughs> I love the castles in uh, the Jurassic Park universe. That's not something I've ever said. And yeah, this uh, it's crazy. There's like concept art, and uh, Carlos Fuente, who's been on our show, did some of the. Mm-hmm. Concept right. And before before we get down, I want to go to Jake real quick, and then I think we're gonna have just a generalized discussion of, about yeah, cool. this script and, and what it is and how different it, yeah. it how different it is from where the franchise ended up going. Yeah. Um, right, Jake. So uh, from from this Jurassic Park four script, uh, from we never saw it obviously take life, but it, it's out there for everybody's reading pleasure. How many fucks do you give? Well, if anybody's keeping count, um, I only have one fuck left, so okay. Uh, okay. it got one fuck. It got one fuck. Okay. okay. Um, Jake, um, when did you first uh, become aware of, of this? Um, it was – so li- like you said, it was – I feel like information about the script has kind of like trickled out over you know the, the years that it was – because there were little like blurbs about it here and there where, where – um, you know, it was like the tagline was like Jurassic Park four was to include human hybrids, you know, and then you would read like a, a quote from somebody, but it was nothing. There was no, it was a while before the script came out. There was like, you would get little pieces of, of, of someone who, you know, maybe let some like plot slip. And then I think the artwork came out. Um, and then the script stuff started hitting. So it was, I mean, it was years ago at this point. Right. I think Ain't It Cool News was the first source to kind of pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they That website used to be really good about like digging out uh, those kind of little hidden treasures. Uh, not so yeah. much anymore. But um, so reading through the synopsis, so it, the movie opens up uh, with a, a pterosaur attack, uh, basically like a pterodactyl. Uh, attack on a little league baseball game and like yeah i've talked about this like in the jurassic park like world like people know about this scene from the movie um i always like the the taste that i got at the end of lost world seeing dinosaurs on the mainland attacking people like in their their communities uh, i want that's what i want out of a, of a dinosaur movie um mm-hmm. so I, i'm all in uh, on on the baseball team getting attacked <laughs> by dinosaurs, like 
I think it would be cooler if a T-Rex like came into right field and just like started eating the children. Mm. I think that would be okay. better than like the comedy aspect of like the guys eating a steak, which is weird to do at a little league baseball game anyway. Uh, yeah, and like wrestling the steak away. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah. The dinosaur. There, yeah. There's some weird stuff. Comedic choices. Yeah, yeah. But that's or, kind yeah. of yeah. What 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 the synopsis implies is that this is like uh, kind of like when there's a terrorist attack or a shooting. It's commonplace. Like oh, there, there's but another. It's starting one. to become a thing. Yeah, it's starting to become a thing, and there's okay. like protests. And there's like anti-Velociraptor rallies. Uh, no, I just made up that part. Um, so, Jake, what do you, what do you think about that? And then I'll throw to Abby. Um, you mean you mean specifically this the opening? Yeah, the opening. So let's talk about this real quick. Jurassic Park opens up with uh, uh, you know they're loading the Velociraptor yeah, yeah. with Muldoon, and then it, it kills one of the workers. Lost World opens up with. The compies. The girl on the beach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jurassic Park three. Uh, what is the opening scene of Jurassic there, Park? There is Jurassic, the hang gliding. Oh, the hang yeah, gliding. Yeah, hang gliding, which makes no sense. Like that. Whatever. Dude, the the uh, that scene is awful. Mm-hmm. It is bad. Okay. Uh, and then things. and then how does Jurassic World open? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World. I've only seen it forty-five times. Jurassic World opens up. We see the. Oh, yeah. I'll get up. You see the hatching raptor. Is that correct? Oh, see the hatching raptor. It doesn't have one of those things. It's not it an action scene. The kid. It, it cuts yeah, into it the kid's bedroom. Oh right. yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, you know what? Jurassic World, in some ways, opens up with the biggest disaster: a broken family. The mm, real tragedy. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, wow. I thought I thought that was going to land a little harder. I was folks. just confirming that's the yeah. Okay, cool. So now that we know all those, how does Little Leaguers getting attacked at their baseball field compare to all those opening scenes? God, what a what a one up that would be. You know, like all these other ones are kind of like small. You yeah. know, uh, you know, someone maybe someone might get killed, but they're like small events. You right. know, it's like a girl gets attacked. You know, right? This would just be insane. Like, yeah. first of all, first of all, I would be like, if I was in the theater and it, and it opened, opened up like on a baseball game, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Where am I dying? I was <laughs> like, fucking I think I'm in the dreams. Yeah, bull- you're just bull- screaming. It's the wrong goddamn yeah. movie. Yeah. It's just a fucking boom. Yeah. Dinosaurs. No, like, sports. It yeah. just seems, it yeah. seems like. Hey, and then the dinosaurs start killing the, the child athletes and Jake's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be insane. Like it would be. Uh, I feel like it would be like an overload. Like going like from from seeing what we've seen of Jurassic Park, and then like that seems like that seems so far from like what a Jurassic Park movie is. It seems like you know like one of those. It seems like a Sci Fi Channel thing. Like right. it would. It would. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be enjoyable to watch, and maybe it wouldn't be fun to watch just like a bunch of dinosaurs going crazy. Right. But that does not seem like Jurassic Park. To right. Me. It's so. that that seems yeah. like over the top disaster. This film. this yeah. whole like this whole plot line, it's like it's so batshit crazy that it's like you read it and you're like, okay, I'm glad they didn't do this. But it would be cool to be able to watch this like after the fact. Like it I wish we could skip to ten years later and be like, hey, remember that really weird Jurassic Park movie they came yeah, out with? with the little scene. It seems more like what like it did an animated series. Like this is where the animated series would end right. up. Like no, weird yeah. shit like that. It seems like the end of the movie scene like would build towards something like that. But from what I'm reading it's like no 
None of the kids get killed, but like a, a baseball gets snatched up by one of the dinosaurs <laughs> or whatever. So it's like rats. Yeah, I know. It's like swoosh. Um, they got our baseball. They got the ball. Oh, it's just the guy from Back to the Future. I think he stole that guy's baseball. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, it's like a. Are they if they're not actually like if no one's lives are being lost, then it's like just kind of then who cares? Yeah, it would exactly. be fun, right? It would be fun. like if the, the dinosaurs aren't killing people and they just show up. It would be like, hey guys, let's stop the game. Like we got some pterosaurs here. Oh, cool. Over let's here, pet. over here, this is a pterodon. Uh, <laughs> they have a wingspan of uh, six to nine feet. What over if we're here, just yeah. Hey, it just becomes commonplace to have dinosaurs at sporting events. Yeah. And there's like a, <laughs> Don't feed the T-Rex. Uh, there are going to yeah. be some uh, dinosaurs at this baseball game. Oh, my God. Like, I bet the copies would be all over, like, the popcorn bits on the ground. Would. Would. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to have a concession stand. They'd be like... Like, little nips on your ankles. Like pigeons. Oh, like, steal copies. Keep... They think I'm a small you, British you, child. You, instead of like mosquito spray, you'd have like compy spray. I mean, you, people would have to spray themselves to keep Compies the dinosaurs. Compies are the kittens them. of the dinosaur world. I think I would have a ton of compies. We call them kittens. Can we? Because they're cute. Uh, I feel like I'd hold them and probably have to go to the hospital. Uh, yes, that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Okay, sure. so as I was reading the synopsis, I was a little bit confused. The main character's name is Nick. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not Nick, Nick Van Owen from Lost World. No. But it's just a guy named Nick who I'm guessing he's working on behalf of John Hammond to go retrieve. Um, this is where it gets a little – this is like the nostalgia thing, right? So the plot is that this guy Nick has to go to the original island and retrieve the canister of Barbasol yeah. right. with all the which embryos. Makes, which makes no sense because uh, you know those are dead. Those embryos are dead. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. John Hammond's alive in this movie. Mm-hmm. One of the quotes, and I want to read this, is one of the quotes from the movie. It's a John Hammond quote. He says, and I'm going to try to do my John Hammond voice. Everybody, <clears throat> um, oh yeah, I'm the Richard Attenborough of the podcast. If you think about it, okay, okay. Um, I thought about that. Uh, did you know that I'm the most sued person in the history of the world? It's in the Guinness Book. Uh, you can look it up. Prominent law schools devote entire semesters to my malfeasance. Regulatory statutes bear my name, not the legacy I had in mind when I started out, of course. But a legacy nonetheless. I like that you did some creative license there. Like you added that was good. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's Scottish, it's Irish, choices. it's, it's something. Yeah. 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 Um, so John Hammond's kind of maybe, uh, he, he, this kind of feels like John Hammond's basically been exposed. Like the, the world's not rejoicing uh, uh, he's a fraud. He's kind of a fraud. It also it also sounds a lot like um, like reading what they're trying to have him do. Um, it also sounds like they're making him more of an unlikable character. Not, the man not behind just, the curtain. Yeah, not not just hey, everyone doesn't like John Hammond, but we have a re- like you know in the, in the first few films, like even though he might have been like misguided, he's still like you still want to, he's still like your grandpa and you yeah. want to hang out with him right. and like, you know, but this reading this, he just wants ma- to kind of people. makes him just, it kind of makes him seem like one of the bad guys. Right. Yeah. I don't, the weird part is like, like he sounds like he might be bitter at this point. In, in, the, in the lost yeah. world, John Hammond is, he kind of looks sick. Like he's in a bed and that yeah. was 90. Like I, I would assume that John Hammond would not be alive. Uh, Unless this script was written in maybe like 2002 or something like that. Um, I was going to ask, when was the time frame? Yeah, we'll have to look that up. It's okay. probably early 2000s. Okay. Um, 
But remember, like in Lost World, where 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 John Hammond's trying to sell Malcolm on going back to uh, uh, to Isla Sorda or whatever, uh, Isla Sorda, mm-hmm. and and the the whole line is like he's so cheerful and he's selling. He's like, I'm not going to make the same mistakes again. And, and Malcolm's like, oh, you're, you're making all new ones. Uh, that's kind of the the charming like. He, he wants it so badly, but he doesn't see that this isn't going to work and people are going to be in danger and it's not going to be uh, – he wants that legacy. And kind of in this quote, he's saying like, I have a legacy. It's not the one I was aiming for. Mm. Um, but anyways, so the plot of the movie is this guy Nick is going to go to Isla Nublar to retrieve the canister. Uh, there's a funny line in the script where uh, – what is the line? He sees Nedry's skeleton, which is still there, and says – Looks like you've dropped a few pounds, uh, which is kind, of, which is funny. But also, did this guy know Nedry? Like, what's the point of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then some shit starts going down once he's on the island. There's like these what are what are the they, digging the digging raptors? Like, I didn't understand that. They disassemble like the uh, some vehicle of some sort. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird. But anyways, um, he. He retrieves the embryos, but then the Grendel Corporation shows up, which is kind of like the new engine, like the the, the evil yeah. commandos, right? And uh, lo and behold, a bunch of shit goes down. He gets knocked out. They save him, and that's when he wakes up in the, the, the castle in Switzerland. The castle, exactly. Nick wakes up in a castle in Switzerland. So I'll have to go back and read the script, but it kind of sounds like maybe – that's kind of like a midpoint in the movie. And when he goes to the, mm-hmm. when he wakes up in the castle, he meets this doctor, Mia is her name, Maya. And uh, he's kind of informed about all of the, the hybrid, uh, they're making these dinosaurs and they're trying to control them with all this like neurological. Uh, yeah. This is where you, this is where you meet. regulatory implants. Yeah. This is where you meet human dog dinosaur hybrids that listen. Yes. And you can control them. And, and it, they, obedience and problem solving. Yeah. So. It's great. Yeah. They're what intelligent. Problem solving intelligence. It's everything that you loved about Jurassic Park. Um, so, anyways, uh, I, I, I give a couple fucks about this because this movie sounds. Uh, it it doesn't go into too much detail here of, of what how the movie ends, but it ends like any other Jurassic Park movie. Uh, the dinosaurs get loose, shit goes down. There's a big fight, but my, I want to talk about it. Apparently, in this movie, there is a dinosaur training montage. Yeah. That sounds says incredible. That in all caps. Rise it up! <laughs> like, I, it's, I, the, yeah. it's the eye of the dino, it's the thrill of the fight. I was going to say, it's the eye of the raptor with the mind of a dog. <laughs> and some human DNA in its legs. Something like that. He's a yeah. good problem solver. Okay, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Jake's checking his phone. Like, Jake's is this like, shit I'm reading. No, I'm reading the the part in the script. Uh, you better be recording this. It says. It, I'm, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Dinosaur training montage. The dinosaurs are clearing obstacles, detecting minds, getting up to a whole lot of dino shenanigans. Mm. Cuts to them playing poker. Lights out, folks. Like, oh, what the fuck? My yeah, God. so weird. Oh, yeah, and it involves these these hybrid dino human dogs, like, rescuing a girl, right? There's yeah, like, yeah, rescuing yeah. A girl it all goes really from, like, well. a hostage situation. Yeah. She's um, taken. They've got special skills. So the, the last paragraph says, the rest of the script involves more drama about what Nick decides to do with the canister. It's all said and done 
Grendel Corporation have been the bad guys all along. Script ends with some neat set pieces of dinosaurs getting loose and munching on the baddies. It is also revealed dinosaurs can still survive without their neuroregulators and can survive in the wild. So, so there's an open It probably end ends with with you know these these dino, you know these fucking weirdo dino humans being out. Yeah. Uh, this is not franchise revitalizing. It, it, it is but a wait. But can't you see that the film after this could be those same human dog hybrid dinosaurs here they know how to speak they're learning how to speak and they want civil rights (laughs) yes and the next film is about like it's 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 literally like the smart gremlin and gremlin it's like a dinosaur he's got glasses on he's like i can read mr hammond you know, and they're like, it's mm-hmm. like Planet of the Apes. You know what no, I mean? It's a courtroom yes. drama. God, yeah. It's a courtroom drama, and, and you've got uh, a velociraptor on the stand. He says, damn it, if I want my family to go to school with humans, and I want my... What else What, is, what else is he fighting for? <laughs> the right to vote, marry... They don't even them. make vehicles that support a six-inch retractable claw. <laughs> All I want... Is shoes. You don't know what it's like. You do not know what it is like, Mr. Hammond, to put on a sweater every morning only to ruin said sweater. Oh, Jesus. Um, Where's your improv? That's it. That would be amazing. That was it. Oh, Jesus. That's all there was. Um, I think I, they're mad because they can't fit the airplane. The seats are okay. too small. The seats That's are mine. too small. How am I supposed to fly anywhere? <laughs> okay. It's rude. Yeah. And there you go. <laughs> My father and his father before him and his mother before him fought to bring me to this world. And it's like, I gotta interrupt. You were created in a lab, sir. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to shut down your neuroregulators. Yeah, this would be a weird Jurassic Park movie. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, to recap that, what do you think, uh, like, Kathleen Kennedy and the other executives at Amblin thought when they read this script? They, I don't know. I mean, obviously it didn't get made, and I don't know. I don't know if it didn't get made because uh, of how fucking crazy the script is itself, or if there were just other. I'm sure there were other things as well that were causing it from not going into production. But I feel like maybe in the, the 2000s, um, something crazy like this, it would not have like really surprised me if it. Oh uh, yeah, it would have been like, like- it's not. It's not the content of the script. That would surprise me that, like, it got me. Like, this I would, that's this what would, they were doing. So. If this would have come out in 2002, like, the hybrid dinos would be hosting the VMAs. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's almost like there wasn't enough care and thought going into the script, and maybe Jurassic Park didn't have, like, the reverence and the level of, like, esteem that it does now. You know what I mean? Because of the yeah, time right. and nostalgia. Well, because and ju- 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 a little... Yeah, it was almost like a money grab or something like that. Like you just need to make a little more money off that. Right, like, who right. Cares what the and it was originally going to be directed by Joe Johnson, who did Jurassic Park three, okay. which is kind of interesting. <laughs> kind of interesting. Kind of what? Yeah, exactly. But it, it's also it, it's in that pocket of time before um, nostalgia really like fucking hit. You know, and we're, we're living in a world now where 
everything has things. to like right yeah you know, yeah everything's got to come back everything you know we're we're like right it's been happening for a few years now but we're like deep into it right now and yeah. this was before that was proven to be such a like money thing yeah and also i mean you know whatever that was uh i, I don't that that was what it had to be 10 12 years ago at this point so right. Um, I don't know. I, I, off the top of my head, I don't know what year Jurassic Park three came out, so I don't know exactly how far away that's, we were from it and how much people were like. That was two thousand and what? One. One. Yeah. So I don't know. So like, it might not have really been that. I don't know. Like, Jurassic Park three didn't do well uh, in any kind of way. Like, I, I don't know exactly what it did for money, but obviously, out of the three original films, like that is widely known to be the worst yeah they have openly come out and said like hey like like i said earlier they they were writing that script and changing stuff in that script While like as they were on set yeah. like they, things were like like we got to work today like you can watch interviews with them where they're like we had no idea what shooting um, was gonna be like so it makes sense that the next one would possibly have like human a and completely dog different direction. yeah, yeah like or just not shit. happen you know like yeah, i don't think anybody was clamoring anyway. for another jurassic park yeah there was yeah, no guarantee um the uh jurassic park 3 did 181 million uh domestically uh so yeah it didn't it didn't even in 2001 like i'm sure they were expecting bigger numbers mm-hmm. um but I don't know. It's fun to have uh, what if. I really wish one of these Ghostbusters 3 scripts we never got would, would leak because I'm sure we could do a whole series of episodes oh, about I'm that. Sure we yeah, could do one a day. whole episode um, talking to someone. But listen, we got Fallen Kingdom coming. We unfortunately probably won't ever see hybrid dino humans with problem solving skills. But that's okay. We can see the concept art, though. We can see the concept art. We'll put the links Fine. up. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts before we uh, <clears throat> before we sign off? Any final final Fallen Kingdom stress? Yeah, I, I do have something I want to talk about real quick, uh, and I think we we've maybe talked about it before. But when I was watching Jurassic Park three, one of the things, and this is not exclusive to Jurassic Park, this is across the board movies in general. It's weird to me that we have gotten to a point where. Um, so like I'm watching I'm watching Jurassic Park three and the lead is Sam Neill Alan Grant which like the general public if you said hey Sam Neill's in this movie nobody's gonna know who Sam Neill is unless you were like oh he played Grant in Jurassic Park they would know him from that besides that I don't think that a whole lot of people know who he is he's an older guy he's great in Jurassic Park and in Jurassic Park three but nowadays like like. When you think about Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, uh, it's Chris Pratt now. And it's like, right. that's what you, like, that's our new Alan Grant is Chris Pratt. And everybody knows who Chris Pratt is. And he's funny. And he can't, like, it's weird to me that um, casts now have to all be like, everybody's got to be good looking. Everybody's well-known actors. You, you, you watch Jurassic Park? Who the, you don't know who any of these people are. Like when you're yeah, watching it for like, the first time, like like so, you know these actors have all been in other movies, but none of them are like big fucking stars who are in every TV show, every fucking right. movie. They're not. They're, just, they're not they're Hollywood just, like A list. They're not. None of them are. And that's that's the kind of stuff that grounds movies in reality. And that's the kind of stuff that makes like you watch Jurassic Park, you can relate to any of these people. They're all like, they all seem like real. 
yeah. normal, regular people. That's what but I was when, saying. When you watch, yeah. when you watch Jurassic World, and not just, I'm not, I'm not saying just Jurassic World. It's any movie nowadays. When, when your, when your lead actors are always, you know, one of the Chris's or fucking Bryce Dallas Howard or anybody in any Avenger movie, everybody is fucking good looking and funny. Everybody's funny. Everybody is in. 10 other movies and t- you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, Oh, I know them from this. I know them from this. And that always takes you out of a movie. I think like when you're watching Jurassic park and you don't have any other frame of reference for who this is, who's playing, you know, who, who Lord Dern is for the first, it's just all these people. Well, and that's why it's the, so much easier. That's why I think that's why I love The Force Awakens so much is because... They found unknown talent. Yeah, they got John Boyega and they got Daisy Ridley and, like, Adam Driver, you know, he, he people knew him, but he wasn't, you know, like, exactly. A-list, you know. Yeah, B-side exactly. off the beaten path. Like, obviously, exactly. they became A-list after that, but... Someone who has potential, yeah, is what you're saying. I Do a know. little bit more work with casting and, like, look a little bit harder, try some other people... Try some new things. Yeah, like, right. what are we going to see a Marvel movie with, like... Like, I think Tom Holland as Spider-Man is the first example in Marvel where it's like, okay, I don't know who this kid is. I don't know who this kid is. Exactly. And, it, and it's... And it's not anything... People who aren't established. It's not, any, yeah. it's not anything bad about, like, Chris Pratt or anything, but it's just, like, when I'm watching, you know, Alan Grant is to Jurassic Park as, like, Owen Grady is to The Lost World, or Jurassic World, and... I much prefer Alan Grant. And then like, I, I think, I think Chris Pratt's great in, in Jurassic world, but it's like, God, it's like, they've just, he's basically this new weird version of Alan Grant. So like, that's, that's kind of, that's why I want those old, old characters to come back so bad. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know, whatever. That's just a thought. No, I no. totally agree with you. Uh, the only thing I was thinking of is Harrison Ford is sort of similar, at least back in the day with like playing, a bunch of different roles that are super iconic and it's like it can't yeah. happen but because I was only thinking the same as you of like oh I don't like to see an actor that I recognize from this one role it's kind of hard to separate them it has yeah. happened but with right. I'm not complaining about Chris Pratt at all because I mean, no, I, no I am, I'm not complaining like, I am complaining not, that he fucking tweeted because I'm stressed about that but, I'm not complaining yeah. about the actors in Samuel general, would have never tweeted I'm complaining about the way Hollywood thinks they yeah. have to be casting. Well, it's like it's not. Yeah, it, it's it has safe. nothing to do with the actors I see what you're saying. Yeah. personally. It's, yeah, and it it's feels like, like a thing. I know we talked a lot about it with uh, it chapter two. Yeah, I was two, about to say with the it casting. Uh, all of the the adult uh, losers club have been cast, and they kind of went half and half. So they kind of went like three three or four you know super well known actors, and then and then. Uh, half unknown, and I think that's kind of a good happy medium. Yeah, I'm, I, it's, I'm surprised they did that. Honestly, like, because for the same reasons, I'm like, surprised like, that it even read, went that way. If you read the rumors for like Ghostbusters three and like ninety, so in the nine ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, it was like, yeah. oh yeah, Ghostbusters three is going to be Chris Rock, Ben Stiller, and Chris Farley, and it's like it is like, mm-hmm. but then you then you think about it, like when Ghostbusters came out. Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, and Bill Murray were like the three of the biggest comedic, you know, comedic actors in the world. So I get why, um, yeah. but like I'm sure there's so much unknown talent out there that could really bring a lot to. Uh, I just I, I like keep it a balance, right? Keep sure. give me mm-hmm. since you know I'm glad Bill keep Hader's, it fresh, diversify, yeah, that kind of stuff, absolutely. I'm glad yeah. Bill Hader is going to play Richie Tozier. I think that I, I think uh, yeah, that was kind yeah, of fan yeah. wished into into. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad they went with uh, some unknowns too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Me too. 
Cool. Well, listen. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom's coming out in just a couple days. We're going to be on it like Ellie Sattler on a big pile of shit. Oof. Deep. All up to here. Fist deep. Wrist deep. Fisting. We are going to remember to wash our hands before we eat anything. That's the phone. Oh, God. Jurassic Park 3. I thought we were also gonna, in a pile of shit. I thought we were yep. going to... Wait, what's the fucking kid's name? Eric! <laughs> Eric! That's a very bad idea, Mrs. Kirby. Eric! Sorry, I hate that fucking scream. I get so sick of <laughs> The Jurassic Park 3 cast is so weird. Hey, but you know what? That scene where... Like, that scene that you just referenced where... The kid finds them because he hears the phone, yeah. and they're like, "Well, I don't have the phone." And he right. turns around, and that Spinosaurus standing there. Yeah, that seems amazing. Like, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, what did so you say cool. last? He night? looks so cool, and he looks like a dog. Or yes. he's like kind of panting, and he just yes. Like, like, we were oh. laughing because Abby goes. I was like, dude, sometimes I can't even hear my phone in my purse. <laughs> So, like, how are you going to fucking get the phone through the stomach lining and the body structure of what the fucking spines are? It's in the pocket <laughs> of a body in the belly Dude, of a dinosaur. Yeah. I know. I was like, at least they could have said in the beginning of the movie, like, this is an extra loud phone. Like, but they don't. Hey. Yeah. Also, like, also, like, hey, we know this is not an iPhone because a fucking drop of water in an iPhone doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So whatever kind of phone this is, that's in fucking stomach, stomach acid. acid. It's working perfectly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Also, I like any movie or TV show where there's an island and people lost on it. There, you have to have the scene of people trying to fuck with the satellite phone, trying to get it to work. Oh, it's got the repeating message with the French woman. <laughs> God, there's been a lot of Lost talk. I miss Lost. Hey, the Lost World. Oh, there's right. the connection. There we go. All right, guys. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jake has Lost action figures behind. <laughs> I have the Lost toys right behind me. Oh, cute. You got that, Shannon. I do. I have all. Get her of them. out. That's what I was thinking of with like the uh, Lex and Tim that are always laying down under the cars. Like man, they're like yeah. Shannon. They, they really Shannon Shannon's them. Like, Shannon's in the back, like behind Hurley. She's like, She's hidden, bottom <laughs> shelf. Listen, everybody. Worst figure. Thank you so much for joining yep. us. Worst character. We got a lot going mm-hmm. on as mm-hmm. always. Stay tuned for more. Stay yeah. tuned for our Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom review. It's going to be wild. It's okay. gonna be sh- we might have to get the hotline up or like do a live Somebody's Facebook coming. Live or something. We should do some Facebook Somebody's Live. Somebody's coming. Ooh. Whoa. Maybe that could be another spinoff. Okay. Marshmallow DNA into the dinosaurs. <laughs> Dude. All right. <laughs> what? It's always the quiet ones. Oh, I'm sorry. We used to have staple marshmallows. Okay. Did you know, is it weird that Ray stands with the Camp Wakanda? That's weird. Wait. Oh, yeah. What? Oh! Camp Wakanda Forever. That's, That's got to be a shirt. Nice There's got to be a Camp Wakanda. Let's have some Camp Wakanda Forever shirts. Okay. Isn't I it? love that. Uh, All right. <laughs> Please tune in to Yes Have Some Podcast. Make sure if you are listening and you like what you hear, you're, sub- you're subscribing on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening to or Spotify. We have our YouTube channel up and running. We're posting a lot of videos on there. Search Yes Have Some on YouTube. You'll find us. Make sure you subscribe there. Leave us a review on iTunes if you are enjoying the banter. I know I'm having a good time. We're two years going strong, 103 episodes. You can follow us on social media at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. And of course, Facebook, Yes Have Some, Group Therapy, the official discussion group. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not even going to go there. Not even going to do the Joker talk or what was it? Oh, the Aquaman set photos. 
Yeah. And Wonder Woman 1984. I haven't even seen these. God. I'm very busy. I'm going to go dip in now. But uh, we got a lot of discussion going yeah. on over there. Join. And uh, have a good night, everybody. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, I'm Craig Goldberg saying if you're on an island and you got a satellite phone, check the batteries. Yeah. Don't. Make sure it works. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're cast in a movie that takes place on an island, try to be the guy in the background banging on the satellite phone. Because <laughs> like, you're, you're going to make it. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will see you next time. Happy life. Happy. Happy 25th. Wife? No. What? How's that go? Happy happy wife, happy life. Hey. Hey. That's for another episode. That's from a different movie. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.